Ready? What's up, everyone? My name is Hydro, and this is Hydro and Friends. Today, I have a super special guest, Babieri Hernandez. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you for being here. He is an amazing, vegan, world-known tattoo artist. He's traveled the world with his art, done conventions, judging, just amazing art, amazing spirit. You guys are going to want to stick around for this one. So we're going to kind of go through his journey, where he started, how he got here, and where he's going. So, Lavietti, I want to start with you coming, actually, you coming into this world in uh, La República Dominicana. Tell me about that. Um, as you know, I'm a Dominican tattoo artist, uh, vegan. Um, I grew up up there, you know. Yo crecí en familia, mucho amor, en la calle jugando con los chamaquitos. Eh, qué sé yo, un chamaquito siempre activo. Tú sabes, siempre dando lo mejor de mí, con muchos amiguitos. Eh, diferente la vida, claro, ya que un mundo diferente, la República Dominicana, a llegar aquí, a Nueva York, donde los sueños sí se hacen realidad. Eh, donde quiera que estemos se pueden hacer realidad, sino la, la facilidad que tiene eh, uno de hacer las cosas posibles aquí. Tú sabes, diferente, eh, me cambia el mundo, tú me entiendes. Viene de, de, de un mundo donde era menos hectic, menos, tú sabes, menos hustle, quizás, eh, en, en un punto, a, a ver una foto en grande, a ver la movie, tú me entiendes, y a creer que se podía, porque había gente que lo estaban haciendo. So, ese es como el principio, el cambio fue diferente, pero todo es, es crecimiento. A veces es importante cambiar, porque si tú no cambias, el universo hace el cambio por ti. Y sea de environment, sea de, de gente, sea de, de situaciones, importante ponerte en situaciones que también te dan comfortable, ¿sabes? que no te solamente con, en la zona de confort, como le decimos. Y al llegar aquí, fue, tuve fuera de mi forma de confort, pero se volvió algo mío también, pude crecer en el proceso. ¿A los cuántos llegaste aquí? Llegué aquí a los 16. A los 16. ¿Cómo fue ese cambio de vivir en la República y venir aquí a, a la USA? Bueno, pa, primeramente, la República Dominicana es un país hermoso un país tropical, para mí uno de los, mejores, de los países más lindos en el mundo. Y me encantan las playas, me encanta la gente, eh, la amabilidad también de la gente, el amor, el warmness que la gente te da. Es un país muy, muy bonito. Y, y al principio no quería venir acá, tú sabes, pero mi familia se mudó acá, mi mamá se mudó acá, nos trae acá a mí y a mis hermanas. Eh, un poquito duro al no saber el lenguaje también. Eh, en ese tiempo no podía hablar inglés, no podía comunicarme, eh, pero fui conociendo gente y fui, tú sabes, moldeándome en lo que era, ya estoy aquí, porque hay situaciones que uno no puede cambiar y lo mejor que tú puedes hacer es aceptarla, tú sabes, y fluir con ella para crecer. I can definitely relate to that because I, yo me fui de Colombia a los 18 y no fue como una decisión que yo quería. Yo estaba en la universidad, estaba estudiando, Cosas pasaron y mi mamá, ah, me voy para Canadá, se queda estudiando, se va con nosotros. Era mi abuelita, mi mamá y mi hermanita. Me tuve que ir para Canadá porque cómo la puedo dejar solas. So, claro. I can relate to that 100%. Entonces, llegaste aquí a los 16 y ¿qué, qué empezaste a hacer? Bueno, eh, fui a la escuela, pero como te digo, era un cambio tan diferente de venir de RD acá que no estaba enfocado, tú sabes, yo estaba... Que, que pensando en la chavita, en la chamaquita, que aquí, que en la escuela, que haciendo conexiones diferentes. Siempre he hecho arte, de sí. que tengo memoria, de que me recuerdo, conocimiento tengo, siempre he hecho arte. O sea, en la escuela me mantuve haciendo arte y así era que conocía como a todo el mundo, pintaba los polochés, los pantalones de la gente, tú sabes, como me, me pagaban, estaba haciendo billetitos. Eh, pero era más como por conocer gente, por seguir haciendo mi arte, porque amaba lo que hago. Eh, aunque en ese tiempo la calidad no era igual, porque son un niño, estoy aprendiendo en el proceso, pero era una, era algo que me abría muchas puertas. O sea, el arte siempre me ha, me ha abierto puertas, tú sabes, yo siempre dentro de mí he pensado que estoy aquí para hacer algo más grande. 
Eh, y bueno, siguiendo la misma visión, tú sabes, pude conectar con mucha gente, pero en la escuela nunca fue como el niño de que, ah, que mejor en la escuela, de mérito, nunca, nunca. Eh, malísimo. Pero no por malo, por, por mala persona, sino que todos tenemos una manera diferente de aprender. Y quizás el sistema escolar eh, no, no utilizaba la forma que yo podía aprender. Tú sabes, yo soy, yo soy un artista, ¿verdad? Soy, yo soy algo más visual, algo más que, que si veo haciendo algo más práctico, lo aprendo rápido. Eh, bueno. ¿Tú, ¿Tú sientes que el sistema de, de escuelas en Estados Unidos y en casi todo el mundo lo ponen a uno como en una caja, que uno no puede, no se siente como en una cárcel. Sí, ¿sabes qué pasa? Que yo, yo definitivamente digo, la escuela es súper importante, es bueno estudiar, es bueno aprender, el conocimiento nunca pesa. Uh -huh. eh, lo único es que el sistema está moldeado de una forma de que son patterns que tú tienes que seguir. Cookie cutter. Son, por ejemplo, oh, tienes que ser los abogados, doctor, o profesor, o esto, esto. Cuando hay muchísima gente que fuera de ahí también puede ser algo más grande. La, lo importante es hacer algo que tú ames. Algo la, la pasión. Que, la pasión. Eso, eso es lo que te va a definir. Porque tú puedes volverte doctor, pero si no amas lo que haces, entonces va a estar miserable haciéndolo. Claro. Y prefiero tener una vida corta, que esté lleno de lo que me encanta hacer, que una vida larga viviendo la miserable. Eh, es importante que si el sistema eh, viera el potencial en cada niño, en qué es lo que le interesa y lo apliquen, tú sabes, como en algo más práctico. Eh, que si le gusta pintar, bueno, vamos a ponerlo a pintar. Si le gusta la plomería, vamos a ponerlo a, a aprender. Algo más eh, práctico que puede usar en, en un futuro. Entonces, hands on. Yeah, hands on. Tú sabes, entonces van a salir más successful. Pero no solamente por lo que estén haciendo, sino por la pasión que tienen a lo que hacen. Y esa es la llave del crecimiento. O sea, ahí tú encuentras la paz. Ahí tú encuentras esa pasión. Ahí tú encuentras eh, el joy. ¿Y qué pasa con eso? Imagínate cuando tú estás chiquito y tú montas la bicicleta y tú eres el niño que está afuera montando bicicleta con tus amiguitos. Se te pasan 5 o 10 horas montando bicicleta y tú en la calle montando bicicleta. Eso me pasaba a mí. Y el tiempo se me iba. El tiempo no existe. No existe. Tú sabes, un, la precisión del tiempo se va. ¿Qué pasa? Eso, eso es porque estoy, eh, eh, me gusta lo que estoy haciendo, ¿verdad? Entonces regresas a la casa y tu mamá enfogonaste de una pela por llegar tarde. <risa> Pero tú dices, conchale, pero me la pasé bien. Entonces, el trabajo que tú elijas tiene que estar combinado con la pasión. Claro. Porque la pasión va a ser parte de tu vida, siempre. Tu trabajo va a ser parte de tu vida también. So, vamos a elegir cosas que amemos. Que tú puedas no solamente sentirte tú bien, pero cuando tú te sientes bien, tú compartes eso. Claro. Y la gente, la vibra, no, no, la vibra, las energías, eso, eso no miente. ¿Cuándo descubriste que querías meterte en, en hacer tatuajes? Bueno, eh, siempre he tenido pasión por el arte. El tatuaje no era algo que yo tenía en mis planes. El tatuaje fue algo que eh, uno de mis mejores amigos, uh, Robert Jaramillo, colombiano. Shout out to Colombians. Siempre, siempre. El apoyo a Colombia siempre me lo has dado. Hasta de antes de yo saber que, lo que iba a estar haciendo hoy día. Pero él, vio, él me contó la historia... Me vio dibujando, cosas así. Me contó la historia de un tatuador llamado Rafael Serrano, también, eh, de Puerto Rico, que estaba viviendo su sueño, que estaba viajando, que estaba patrocinado por tintas de, de tatuaje, que, estaba, que era bueno en lo que hacía. Y me dijo que yo podía hacer lo mismo porque era su amigo y él había visto eso en él y también lo estaba viendo en mí. Vio el potencial. Y algo que yo siempre digo... Powerful people recognize potential in people, and people with potential know power when they see it. Poderosa la vuelta, ¿verdad? Él vio la luz en mí, vio la luz y me dijo, papi, usted la tiene, vamos a hacer esto, esto es lo que tiene que hacer, tenemos una máquina por eBay en ese tiempo, eh, y yo, no, pero que nunca he tatuado, dice, no, te tatuó tú mismo. <risa> y yo, qué locura. <risa> y yo, ¿cómo me tatuó yo mismo? Y yo, bueno, pues me la creí la película, porque el man me, me contó el cuento. Eh, da el caso que voy a la casa, me tatúo yo mismo, pongo en, en el YouTube ahí cómo tatuar, salen unos cuantos, salen personas en YouTube que hoy día son mis amigos. Claro. Tú sabes, eh, que en ese momento estaban en shows de televisión como New York Inc., Miami Inc., tú sabes, que el mismo Ink Master, todo eso. Me inspiro con esa gente y empiezo entonces a tatuar, me tatúo. Me acuerdo que estaba en la casa de mi mamá. 
y me estoy tatuando porque me estoy haciendo un toyo. <risa> y estoy sangrando y salgo <risa> salgo de, 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 de mi habitación y le digo, mami, mi vida, la vida no va a cambiar, ya, ya soy tatuador, ya no cambió la vida. Y mami me dice, ay, no te sigas tatuando, tú sabes, así como desesperada. Y yo, no, ya me la creí. Porque la idea fue que este man, Robert, él, él puso como, he planted a seed in my head and I believe it. At that point, nothing would bring me down from that. I was, I was able to see beyond where I was. Tú sabes, yo me vi en un futuro, yo dije, esto es lo que yo voy a hacer. Ya, esto no es tan difícil. Tú sabes. You, you believed. I believe. Porque eso es lo más importante. No es que cuánta gente cree en ti y cuánta gente te apoya, es que tú te apoyes tú, que ah. tú crees en ti. Tu pasión solamente tú la sientes. La gente solamente siente el efecto de tu pasión. Claro. Tu energía, en lo que tú pones, el impacto que tú le... Como te impacta a la gente cuando lo mira, cuando lo siente, cuando lo escuchan. Pero tu talento está en ti. Y la única forma de hacerlo crecer es trabajando en ello. Tú sabes. Nunca es como que ya sé todo. Es que estoy evolucionando cada día. Y la ética de trabajo es lo que te va a llevar ahí. Tú sabes. Todos los días... Eh, trabajando para evolucionar, para ser mejor, no para competir con otro, sino para competir contigo mismo, tú sabes, para mejorar como ser humano también. Entonces, ¿cómo, cómo hiciste el uh, the development of the, that mindset without kind of straying away? Because I've, I myself, still struggle with that. I get and like, you've helped me a lot with that. Pretty much he's been a mentor for me since this, since I got here. And like my old habits, my old thought patterns come creeping and they're like, oh, no, 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 I don't like your new mindset, but I know that this new mindset is key for success. How did you, how do you do the reps for those muscles of the mindset? That's the thing too, it's an everyday thing. It, it don't happen from one day to another day. It doesn't happen because someone inspires you, right? Because someone can inspire you and it can last a day. It can last three weeks, it can last a month and you might do it every day. But this is the thing, one day you give up. Because if you don't have intentions behind what you do, if the purpose is not powerful enough, then one day you have no reason to keep on doing it. And it's easy to say, ah, oh, you know what, I don't, I don't feel I want to work out today. I don't feel I want to be grateful today. I don't feel like, because it's easy not to do nothing or anything than, than to do something. Right. You know, so la idea es que hay que hacer, hay que hacerlo todos los días. I can improve every day. You got to practice it every day. And you got to remove old patterns, old patterns, bad habits, you know, and replace it for good habits. Simple thing, you wake up in the morning. Like, I'm grateful. That's why that tattoo is there, right? I'm super grateful. I have so much gratitude. It's something to remind me every day that I have everything I need, that I'm happy with who I am, and I'm healthy, and my family is good. You know, that put me in the mindset of a, a happy frequency. So I'm allowed to, to think clearly. I'm allowed to give more. Uh, I come out of my house happy, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy the minute I wake up just because I'm alive. You know, and then when I get to the shop, it's the same thing. You see me in the car, we're like, Ooh, you know, rocking it, you know, listening to reggaeton and a high vibe, right? So when, when I go from a place of love and peace as home, you know, being with my kids, seeing my grandma in the morning, going on a hike, You know what I'm saying? Things that ground me, then I get to work. I'm sharing that love. You know, that's why I'm always in a high vibe. But I have trained myself through many years. It didn't happen like yesterday, you know, it's been more than 14 years. Like the first thing I found that changed my mind a lot, it was, um, it's called the power of the mind. Um, and it spoke about the law of attraction. And it says about things that you can obtain anything you want if you really want it, if you really believe it, right? And, and then I found The Secret, a powerful book, you know? And that book changed my life, man, because I realized that I was doing things that the movie of The Secret, the book of The Secret was speaking about. And I felt that I was not alone at that time because at a certain point, I started feeling that I have a certain kind of power. Just the belief system is so high up, man, that you feel so good about it. Again, it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the, the material things because I never care about those things like that. It was more about the feeling. I was feeling good with myself. I was feeling that I can do things differently. I was feeling happy. And, and like, like today, like I was speaking early, you know, outside of cameras, like 
my peace, you know, and that's the real success for me. And that's why I keep attracting amazing people like you, like, like you know, all the friends that we attract because light attracts light and it takes one to know one. Tú sabes, toma de una persona que tenga la luz para reconocer otra. Y esto es un proceso, tú sabes, todavía estamos en el proceso también. Es una práctica de todo nunca termina el crecimiento. I want to focus a little bit on work ethic. Um, did you always have this work ethic? How, if not, how did you develop it? Like when you did your regular jobs, did you have that same work ethic or were you like, eh, until you found your passion? So this is something that, that is important to talk about because like I can be great at one thing, but it doesn't mean I'm great at everything. I'm, I'm a human being. But I noticed for me what worked the best was the things that I love, right? So yes, I was applied to every job that I did, but I wasn't happy. So I didn't do my best. How can you do the best when you don't love what you do? You know? It's like, it's like, oh, you're there just because you need to make a certain amount of money or because the responsibilities that you have. And outside of that, like, you know, like when you put that, everything outside of that, it's the real question is how do you feel doing what you do? Do you love it? Do you, are you passionate about it? Will you do it every day without feeling that you're tired? You know, that's how I feel now. So I was always looking for more. The question is if I was, my work ethic was like, the way it is today before I know the jobs and it wasn't because I knew that I was meant for something more I didn't know what it was at that time and I was looking for more I have so many jobs bro I have like more than 30 jobs bro and I work in every kind of like job that you can think about it you know from a car driver and in New York to, to a handyman to to everything you can think man the thing is that every job told me something and told me what I didn't want and it showed me that I could do more, right? So anytime I push myself to to get another job, to leave the first job, it, it was kind of like I wasn't afraid to to start again, you know, to begin again. Why? Because I wasn't starting from the beginning. Now I have knowledge that I've seen through my own experience. So whatever I choose to do, I, I knew I was gonna go with the right intentions, right? So when I found tattooing, when I find art like that, I wasn't good at it. I, I always did it all my life, but I wasn't good at it. And this is the thing where people, a lot of people get confused. And it's like, oh, you're so lucky, you know, they, they do, um, they're so good at it. So talented. So talented. People don't know the work that I have put behind the scene. So they only, you get reward in one day while you have done, you know, 20 years of, of right. practice, right? But this is the thing. I didn't went for what I was good at it. Right. I went for what I was passionate about, okay. where I find joy. Because I knew that if I love what I do, and I'm not good at it, but I do it even for free, and I do it every day, I can only become better. Right. So the idea was finding my joy, finding that passion, right? Right. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. Like when I found drumming at 13, and then I tried, I couldn't do it. And then I pushed myself to air drum for a year, and then next thing I know, I learned how to play drum. Se puede, se puede. Um, okay, going back to the tattoo, when did you, uh, did you officially start tattooing? Uh, at what age? So, it was right when... As a job. As, oh, as a job, yeah. okay. I wanted to say age of 21, 22, but something, there. what happened when you were 21, though? So, so that's when my daughter was born. There you go. Yeah, uh, 07, and it was a life change for me. Because at that point, it wasn't just me finding my passion that I was doing in my own way, but I was. it was also like my life had a purpose, right? And outside of what I was looking for, I need to make someone else's life better. It wasn't just about me. I became less selfish, right? Because it wasn't just about me. I want to improve other people's life at that point. So what I was injecting to the universe it came with intentions, right? So I want more for others. And that was the first key that I found, right? Or one of the keys that I found to be successful. And what, when it comes to like, what I call success, you know, my happiness, um, where anytime I was giving, giving back, giving back, it was a key, I was growing. My purpose was not just about me, you know what I'm saying? I was giving love to people. I was giving good intentions to people. I, I had good, 
feelings into towards the things that I was doing and I was improving like other people's life. Like that book that we found, man. That that was like I almost cried when I found that book. Right? Yeah. It, it was like, wow man, like I, I had this journal writing, you know, oh seven or eight that I, I wrote down so many things that I wanted to improve and everything it was about mostly about my daughter. Yeah. You know, I wanted to make sure she has a good future. I wanna teach her what I have learned. It was things that really impact me, you know, and when I saw it yesterday, I'm like, wow, everything that I had wrote down in that list, I made it happen. And goosebumps. Yeah. And we, we checked the date, and it was exactly like 10 years ago, like yeah. full circle, 10 years. He's cleaning up some stuff out of his cousin's house, old stuff from the tattoo journey. And he's like, oh, look at this journal. And the thing is, it was only one entry, one page, and it was that, and it was all about what he's doing to improve himself, what he can do to better the world for her daughter and kind of instill some of those same uh, skills and self-growth keys for her. Yeah, and that was like, that was the thing. It wasn't just for me, man. And what I realized is that you, you really can change the world. But first, you got to change yourself, right? First, you got to change who you are, do the best you can, mm -hmm. and then give it back to people, right? Share that knowledge. Never like force it into it, right? but have the intention to... to to improve, right, and to to share good, to share love, not to hold. Like I, I spoke about resentment before, um, and it's like the worst we can do, you know. Like we we should be able to feel everything, right? To acknowledge what we feel, our emotions, but we should let go of things that are not healthy for ourselves. And I, at the point where all I was thinking it was giving love, and living my passion, you know, like I was. I was in a high note, you know what I'm saying? I was just living it, man. Well, one thing that you've uh, really tried to kind of mark in my brain, which is very key, is uh, fill your cup first before you can help other people. So, and that kind of hits on self-growth, self-love, and happiness. Do you want to expand a little bit on that? Yeah, well, first thing is that I had to learn that the hard way. And, you know, like many people have saying, like, the universe, God, has two ways of teaching things. One's by taking things away, and the other one's by an awakening. And I have to learn the hard way. I have to lose in order to understand and, and appreciate things. Um, Self-love first, right? Like, I'm an extrovert, and I love giving energy to people, and I love helping. That's my love language, right? So anytime I can, I will do it from the bottom of the heart, you know what I'm saying? I want to do it, I love helping. A mí me encanta ayudar a la gente. Tú sabes, en dar para atrás, tú sabes, porque he conseguido tanto y Dios me ha bendecido tanto que yo creo que es importante que yo ayude. Tú, de corazón, me siento bien haciéndolo. Ahora, lo que pasa con esto es que uno tiene que tener un balance. You need to have some kind of balance, right? Because when you give and give and give, sometimes, you get to the point that you feel that other people are not appreciating, but you're not giving because you're expecting anything back. Right, right. You're just giving because you love giving. You're just giving a hand yes. and they take the whole arm. But when you get that feeling that other people are not appreciating, this is because you have given too much from your own cup and you don't have enough water in your cup to drink for yourself. So it's important to give with balance. You know what I'm saying? Do the best you can for others, but you can only do the best you can if you are fulfilled. Right. So. We attract people like us. We attract happy people if you're happy. Right. You attract like-minded people if you like that, right? So fill your cup. Get, you know, as much knowledge as you can. You know, like for me, what works for me, I go hiking. I love nature. I know, like, I can ground myself. My thought process change. Then I can see clearly, right? I love seeing my grandma in the morning. You know, like, that's like my routine. I love that, you know? Speaking to my kids every night, seeing my kids as much as I can. Working with passion. Not working because I'm working. Yeah. Working because I love what I do. And that same energy, you also have seen how we vibe in. It's just a, like party mode. And it's literally from like 10 a.m. <laughs> we like wake up here with like high vibe, go to work, high vibe from like 10 to 10. And then we go party even with higher vibe because we had such a good day working together like yeah. <laughs> it's been such an amazing collaboration um and i've been like witnessing firsthand the experience of getting tattooed by him i haven't yet 
soon, but seeing the clients and seeing the clients that are like return clients, literally the walking portfolio. They're like, oh yeah, I got this when he first started and then he did this one and then he did this one and now he's doing this. And I'm like, oh wow. And it wasn't just one, it was like so many in, in like the span of a week, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, bringing it back to the work. So you had your daughter, you're starting to work with tattoo. Tell me about that journey to becoming one of the best in the world and even uh, this hit, uh, connected with being an Ink Master season nine. Yeah, so, so the way I see it is that it's too many amazing artists out there, you know? I feel that um, I'm good at what I do, I love what I do, but um, I'm no near to be the best. I'm only, I'm not competing, so I'm the best of myself, right? I'm only being the best that I can be. Um, I apply myself to do a lot of art. Uh, from night in the morning to 11, I will do human anatomy classes. I'm so taught, everything I learn, um, I tell myself about books, of human anatomy, I would practice um, sketch drawings and things like that for two hours. Then I went to to the place that I used to work. They used to do airbrush nearby, so I airbrushed from twelve to two. And then airbrush was also it will open my eye a lot when it comes to color and composition. And I had like some amazing people working with me. You know, my good friend Cameron, create. Um, Justin, they were like masters at what they were doing when it comes to the airbrush, and I was so inspired by it. Um, so anytime I could airbrush and you know play with paint and, and you know and brushes and whatever, um, I would be excited to do it. And I used to say, if you can paint, then you're amazing. If you can do this, if you can airbrush, you, you you're great. And that was part of that journey when it came to that. And from there, I went from two to ten to the tattoo shop, where. At the beginning, it wasn't a tattoo shop, but then once it started tattooing, I got more into it. Um, I was learning from um, some of the artists that were there, whatever I could at that time. You know, it, it was very limited, but I had my good friend Wilson Chacon, um, who also told me a lot, who opened a lot of doors for me in a way. Um, and then through the whole process, I, I, I think we kept them growing, right? Uh, then I met my partner and crime, my brother, John Campusano, the person who I feel that we have the same kind of growth at the same time, which is men the right the right time, and we help each other a lot. Right. He was also with me in the Ink Master show. Um, this is like a person that I have a lot of love for it, and because only me and him know how much we grew from where we were, right? It's like, right now I get a lot of people that come like oh you're amazing your artwork is great but they don't know what i have to go through to get to that level you know and and that's the thing too for, for those new artists out there um don't let you know the place where you are right now judge your future because we we becoming something greater you know what i'm saying we're becoming more every day so if you feel that your your artwork is not powerful enough yet it's not impacting people the way you want to yet keep working on it. Like improvement is is it comes from self. Like you gotta work within, right? So you gotta work in, in your self happiness. So feel proud of what you're doing, in order for others to to love what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like anything, right? You love yourself, and people are gonna start loving you. Um, you you take care of yourself, and others gonna like see that. So life is, is it never stop improving. Right, so I'm I'm very very big and and self grow. Um, I seen it. At one point in my life, I was so addicted to it, you know, because this is it was magical for me, man. I went from from here to there to there to there, and every time, every day, like seeing being able to see my dream becoming reality, it was like wow, I can't believe that I'm here, but I did. That's the reason why I got here. So the belief system was so powerful. My work ethic was so powerful. I, I was determined to be a great artist before I started tattooing because that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not great tattooing, but I can become a great artist. And then when I grab the tattoo machine, I'll have knowledge about artwork, right? So the whole process has been, you know, the whole journey has been like that, like just about growing and, and doing it every day and not thinking that I'm the best at it because no matter what, it's always a space to grow and so always something to learn. And we can learn from anyone, you know, from the person who just started yesterday yep. to the person who's been a master for years, right? 
we always have something to offer. So as long as I have that open mind, um, I feel that I'm, I can take new knowledge and apply it to you know who I am. Awesome. Um, tell me about the experience with John on Ink Master. Mm. How was that right? We love it. <laughs> um, it was it was different, you know. Um, for me, from my own perspective, it was something that made me proud. You know, whatever happened, the show happened, the show. But it was more like I saw these people on TV before I was tattoo artist, and I said to myself, one day I'm going to be there, and I did it. So just because. I said to myself, just because I believed I was going to make it there, and, you know, it didn't took that long. However, like, it was an achievement, you know? I, I, bro, I was, I was friend, I became friends. Now my best friends are the people that I used to look up. Right. The people that I used to see on TV, the artists that I used to see in conventions, right? So, for me, it means something, right? So, regardless of the situation with the show and how it was, for me, it was a good experience. Because no matter what, even at the point where, where I went to the show, you know, I was already known artist. I, like, people know who I was when it came to the tattoo convention and the tattoo industry. Mm -hmm. um, and I was improvement, improving, right? So um, the show was like a little boost. Right. It was like a little, you know what, like like the, the universe sense, you know what, you deserve it right now. You work very hard, you apply yourself, now you get. There's a trophy. Yeah, it's a trophy there. And the thing with me and John is that we wrote a list of things, right? Of things that we wanted to do to, to be successful in the tattoo industry. We study different industry and apply it to the tattoo industry. And at that point, it was, it was just, you know, traveling. It was um, what making art successful in the eyes of the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, they have killer work. They, they were coming up in magazines. They have awards, you know. Um, they were a sponsor. Um, they were making money. So we're like, you know what? What about if we do it out of the passion? We start traveling, we pay for our own stuff. We start competing, but we just tattoo for free. So we get to do whatever we want. Then with that tattoo for free, I remember I went to the New York, um, the old New York tattoo convention, and I got first place, best, best color artist. I got a sponsor right away. Um, and I got best drawing of the design, and that was like for me mind blowing. I was so happy, bro, <laughs> so happy. I'm like, oh my god, this is the, the first show in New York, and me making this move, right. right? I'm like, oh, I'm living my dream, right? At that point, nothing can bring me down from that high, and it was like I was addicted to it from the moment I started, man. You know, it's like, oh, I feel so good. You know, it's like it's like kid with a new toy, man. And a toy that's not only, it's not a physical toy, it's something within. I had that light that makes me happy, you know? And I'm like, man, I just want to share this with the world. I want to tell people that, yes, they can do it. I want to, I was so inspired by it, you know what I'm saying? I was so passionate about things that I was doing, you know? And that's a whole different... That's for another episode. <laughs> that, that, maybe for a documentary in the future. Yeah, um, I want you to kind of tell us a little bit about the the style of tattoo and art that you create. Uh, has it changed? Were you always, like, where did you start and how did you develop it to what it is now, which is, like, mind-blowing? So, yes, it changed. I was uh, interested in other things. Uh, when I started the interview, I was saying how, you know, I studied, like, human anatomy and drawings and stuff like that. So I'm a creator. You know, I love creating and I have so much respect for the artists that create. Mm -hmm. So um, my style is like, it's kind of like who I am. It's my own journey. And as I'm growing as a human being, I apply it to my style. So I started with something that was very colorful, mm -hmm. um, bold lines, things were like very impacting, right. but it kind of cartoonish yep. because it was creative. It was, I love that, you know, I love to draw. I love to do things that no one else have seen. And just to sit in one place and just come up with something powerful, you know? And I, I found a lot of joy in that. Mm -hmm. um, but through the process of that, too, like, um, I remember at one point in my career, it was really, really good doing that. And I was getting so much trophies and all this and, and recognition. But um, I was not making enough money, you know? And, and it came to the point where, yes, we shouldn't worry about money or anything like that. But you should, like... You should know where you're going, 
right? And sometimes if you make a lot of money doing, I don't know, singing, but singing is not pain anymore, and you might be also good acting because you're talented, then you start acting, right? right? So what I did was is that I knew that I needed to change the style that I was doing because what I was selling at that moment in time, and I had that conversation with John, um, he was the one who kind of like, yo, you're great at doing this. You're an amazing artist. Just do a different style. And it's crazy because I went back. At that point, we're like known. We're like killing it. Um, I went back to giving something for free. Right. And I said, you know what? I'm going to call my old client, the one that started, Kat. Um, she was the one that I got the first trophies and the you know tattoo conventions and things like that. And I called her. I'm like, hey, you want to get a free tattoo? You know, and I did that Johnny Depp tattoo. Um, and it was crazy because after that tattoo, I was booked for a month. You know, I went from not being booked like that, you know, tattooing like that, but not being booked to start doing like a whole different style. And with every tattoo that I did, I saw improvement because every tattoo that I was doing, it was the best I could. My last tattoo is always going to be my best. You know what I'm saying? And it's not because the other ones are not great. It's because it's the last version of myself. Where I'm at mentally and spiritually, you know what I'm saying? I'm putting so much into it. Because you're your best today. You're yes. always your best. I'm, I'm in present time, you know, and that's something that I have to learn. Um, it's just not to be too much in the future because you don't have a present, and not to be too much in the past because you're not going to have a future. Like, it's important to be what we are and accept the things that we're getting and be grateful for them and appreciate them and nurse them, love them, enjoy them. Because it's life, you know? Life is full of good moments, bad moments, emotions. Let me feel. Let me open myself to feel what's happening now and be in this present time. I worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? When it comes tomorrow, I'll be in the present time today. Okay, I'm here. But for today, I'm going to do the best I can. That's something I really admire of you, that you're not afraid to, to feel and to express it. A lot of people, especially men, are like, oh, I don't, right? I don't like to get teary-eyed. I don't like to show vulnerability. But in reality, you're actually showing your true self. Uh, what I want to tie that to is six years ago, you had another big blessing in your life. Yes. Your little artist. Yes, Tell my me little one. That. Oh, my gosh. Um, both of my kids are, like, amazing. I love them both. Um, my little one, she's pure light. My little one is my everything. You know, like she's she's something else, bro. And I cannot it's so much attached to her, you know, from the journey that I had with her mom. Right. Um, to her being born, the timing, you know, and then also seeing her grow, right? And seeing her grow to be like me, you know, to create art. To create art, that there is a piece in um, working, they're working yeah. on that. That's just the background. So, huh. to to create, to have this beautiful mindset right. that remind me of me when I was younger, but way beyond. This kid is like an older version of me. She's like Neil. Yeah, she's, like, she's just going <laughs> like, Dad, <laughs> I know how to do this she's now. Like, <laughs> she's like, she told me that the only reason I'm not vegan is because. You know, I don't choose what I can eat. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, whoa. Is you know? esta cosa Dice unas cosas que yo... ¿Qué? Dice, wow. One, one day, it just made me laugh so hard. She, there was something happening. There was like a little bit of stress. And she just goes, like, stops everybody. And she's like, guys, she's, she's just doing her best, dude. Yeah. Just stopped us, like, right there. And we're just dying. She and... Uh, I've, I had the pleasure to be present when they're working together and, and to be part of the family and knowing them. And this kid, like, you ask her, I'm like, hey, so what do you want to do when you grow up? Oh, I'm being an artist like my dad. Oh, so you're like, what are you going to do? Well, paint. You're going to do tattoos? Yeah. Yeah, I'm an artist already. I'm like, okay. She's six years old. Yeah, she's powerful. And it's, it's cool to see that, you know, because I we speak to her in a way where, you know, like like I'm talking to you. You know, I explain my kids, you know, why. Because at the end of the day, it's not so much what I have done for me. It's what I can do for them now to change their life, the way I can impact their life, right? So I have traveled the world. I have done a lot of stuff that have 
teach me so much experience. I have I have ups and downs. I have fuck up. I have hurt people. I have hurt myself in ways. Um, I've been depressed. You know, I've been happy. Like life has been full of emotions for me, and that's when you mentioned like, oh yes, I allow myself to feel. Right. I think it's important. Yeah. To to feel everything because out of emotions, when you find real growth, the real growth is not what we obtain outside in the outside world. It's what we get in the inside, right? So I noticed when I was depressed, there was the moments where I had to work more on myself to understand what I have done, to understand that it's life and every feeling is okay. You know what I'm saying? So my lowest moment when I was crying, when I couldn't stop, um, to figure out why I was feeling this way, right. to understand what happened, you know? Why am I feeling like so alone? Why am I feeling, where is this coming from, you know? Um, and the minute I start working things within, to, you know, to really see what fulfilled me, to do the things that I love, to create love for others, then things start changing, you know? Like, we got to change within in order to change, to change the outside world. And the first thing that we need to change is our mindset. Right. So, again, you know, like, going through all these emotions, um, I wanted to share with them things. So they at least have the... The optional knowledge of hey this is what happened my dad says this he lived through this you know it's not just oh I'm telling you what to do you have the option so what choice you wanted to make but I want to share my experience with you you know and maybe this can change your life in a positive way as well this is working out for me you know you can try it out right it's not like a list of things to do but like a roadmap of like hey this is how I grew you have the option to follow the path in your own way or yeah. figure it out on your own, but then don't come back to me saying like. No, no, and that's the thing. They can always come back because this is this is a cool thing about life. It's, it's made out of the good choices and bad choices. Okay. Everything is okay. It's not bad or wrong. It's not good or bad. Everything is okay. The only thing that changes is the outcome of the choices that we make. So if you go through, if you let's just say you pick a bad choice and you end up doing something that is not working out for you, that teaches you a lesson, right. right? And the lesson are more important than the winner, than, than, than the things that you get right away. Right. Because the lessons you never forget. If you're lucky and you make a right choice, a right term, and you end up in the place you want to be, great. But if you go through a lesson, it will teach you something that you never forget. And with that lesson, you can give it to other people, right? But how can we say something to others if you've never gone through? Right, so every right or wrong is okay. What we need to learn is how to accept it, mm-hmm. how to deal with it, and how to move on. Learn from it. Learn from it, right? I mean, not get confused with movement. Right. And because sometimes, like a lot of people, you can be in the same place and you can move in circles all day and never get anywhere. The important thing is to know where you're heading to. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to move so much. You just got to have a focus, you know, a clear vision of where you're going and, and, and slowly build it up until you get there, right? Self-awareness. So, yes, self-awareness, key. yeah. Because I know, like, I've gone through patterns that I just keep repeating them and then thinking that there's going to be a different outcome. That's the whole definition of going crazy. But then when you're self-aware, you're like, oh, wait, I've done this before and it didn't take me anywhere. Let me, let me switch it. Let me just divert a little bit and see if I do things differently where I can get. Yeah, I mean, life is, has a weight of uh, repeating itself, right? Yeah. So if you haven't learned the, the lesson, the universe will keep, saying, like, keep you sending Let, let me put thing. a different disguise on this one, yeah. but it's the same lesson yeah. that you need to learn. And the, the, the only reason we get the same outcome and the same, basically, lessons repeat itself because we haven't leveled up yet. The minute you, you deal with that, the minute you understand then and what is that you have to do to change about yourself, because this lifetime is more about self-awareness. It's about opening your conscience. It's about like seeing who you really are, sharing your true light. You know what I'm saying? Becoming who you are. Not pretend. Not pretend. Not like doing things because it seems that's like oh, this is the right thing to do, oh, this is what other people are doing, this is what makes people happy. Right. Everybody has a different purpose in life, and we all have different things that we're interested in. Right. So I cannot fulfill myself out of someone else's energy. 
or someone else's journey, right? Because it's not mine. So accepting that whatever happened to you is not because it's bad, you know? You, we happen to life, you know what I'm saying? Life is moving on no matter what. We have, it's, it's, it's moving forward. This minute is, is once the past is gone, it's in the past. The only thing we have is the present time. So like it, it's important to acknowledge that, you know what I'm saying? And, and to be okay with whatever happened and to just figure out the next move. Right. You know, what is it I wanna do? Right. Now that you're at a stage that you're obviously pretty successful, comfortable. How are you finding the balance of family, work, without burning out, enjoying life, being present? How are you juggling all these balls? Well, I, that was the, it's a good question because I learned that the hard way, <laughs> by losing. By losing um, people, by losing time, by, I would say the hard way, and I noticed that that was the way that life had to teach me <clears throat> that your passion is great, but too much passion is like gravity. Will Smith says this, it's like the higher you go, the less you can breathe. Right. And coming down to get a breath, you know, to breathe can be self-destructive. And sometimes when we too much passion about anything, we just have that tunnel vision. Right. So we think that, like this was the belief that no one understand what it takes to be successful in order to play like doing it. And I was so wrong at that time because it's okay to be passionate about things and to do the best you can, but to create balance. Because the thing is not how do you get there, it's how do you maintain it, right? Right. So if you keep getting things in life that are like, that makes you feel good, the things that you feel that you want, the idea is to learn how to maintain those things, right? So just because you're too passionate about anything else doesn't mean that, oh, the things that you had before didn't matter. Um, so what I do for myself is that I simplify my life. You know, I wasn't a pick. I understood everything I lost. Then I reinvent myself. Re it's like being reborn in a way. I'm like, okay, I need to fix. I need to clean my energy. I need to, like, work differently. I need to, like give more instead of taking, right. right? So I had to like rewire my brain and I simplified my life so much where I only wanted to do things now that fulfill me. So simple, instead of having too much, little things, right? I want to see my kids, that fulfill me. I want to see my grandma, that fulfill me. I want to go hiking, right? I want to do some exercise. I want to eat healthy, right? Um, everything kind of link. Right? And, you know, talking about eating healthy, the minute I became vegan, my spirit changed, you know? Because at that point, I felt, even it's hard to explain it, but I felt that my energy was not contaminated by things, right? And like my spirit was like lighter, you know? It was not as heavy because I, was, I wasn't consuming any dead animals. Because this is what I believe we all have the right to, to live, right? And even the religious people don't wanna to die to meet God. So who am I to take away the life? And if my morals and my belief system match my actions, then I'm vegan, right? right? Then I'm, I am in the right place. So if I know that something is wrong and I don't wanna be part of it, why am I gonna keep supporting it? So being vegan, it was like realigning myself to like to the highest power in a way because then I'm not my impact in the world is not you know sometimes you have a different impact because you're not conscious about the things right, right? but once you know something you know you cannot unsee yeah. and the minute my mind opened like this and I was able to channel that energy and to understand my conscience open I was not able to go back. You know, I didn't want to hurt anything. I want any beings, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that goes for everybody, you know? That goes to, as a human being, animals, any living being, I just want, I just want to be in peace. And I want to be able to, to help instead of take, 
Um, and that was part also of the process, you know. And when you ask me how can I balance all these things, it's because I'm focusing on things that matter the most. Right. I'm making sure that my priorities are straight. That way when I'm in a high note of emotions and passion, I don't let the passion determine my next reactions right. because I know the things that matter the most, my priorities, right? right. I can relate to the whole vegan thing too. Uh, that's actually how we ended up connecting. Uh, I went vegan also four years ago and yeah, I felt that. I felt that before I was taking in all the almost like bad karma, all the adrenaline and the fear from the animals. You consume that and that translate into illness, uh, just feeling down. The minute that I went vegan, shout out to my ex for helping me go vegan, Ness. And it, that, it, it felt, yeah, like my spirit got cleaned. And then I was able to focus and align to myself into a better path. Uh, funny enough, shout out also to Bryn in Vegas. That's how I found out about him. She posted a story saying, oh, I'm going to New York to get tattooed by this amazing artist. So I check him out. Oh, he's a vegan tattoo artist. I'm like, I'm going to save up money. And one day I hope to go to New York to get tattooed. Fast forward like a year, year and a bit. We kept kind of connecting, giving each other love, you know, supporting artists to artists. And I was planning to actually go to Miami to work with somebody and kind of do some collaborations. And then I'm like, nah, something's calling me to New York. So I messaged him like, hey man, do you have somewhere where maybe or so, know of somebody where I can maybe just crash for a couple of weeks? I want to just stay for a month and kind of see what's out there. And he's like, well, come stay with me. Which now that like we know each other, like <laughs> something that he doesn't do, something that I don't do. I don't just go to somebody I don't know, but there was something in my gut and my intuition telling me like, this guy's all right. But then there was actually a few weeks before or uh, a little light that I saw. Shout out to my friend Lauda, to our friend Lauda. I met Lauda two years ago through veganism as well. And I saw that they were hanging out, right? And I'm like, oh my God, they know each other. Cool. So I kind of put two and two together. I'm like, well, he's a good man. I know she's a good person. Then because she kind of started talking about me, we were like, oh, like yeah, this, yeah. this is a good friendship. So it kind of gave this kind of like sense of like, this think, is the right people to, yeah. to, to meet. And then I came here and I literally, when I got in the car, when he picked me up in front of the New York library, shook hands, but it didn't feel like, hey, nice to meet you. It was like, good to see you again, almost. Yeah, man. And you know, it's crazy because a lot of people are like, oh, so you accept a stranger in your house? I'm like, well, you know what? I'm a believer, right? And I'm not saying that everybody has to, but you, can, you have to let your intuition mm -hmm. also believe on it and like trust it and um because you know you're vegan and the same thing and the energy feel right we give it a chance i'm a big believer i'm a big dreamer myself and the way i see it is that you don't want to be in people's um next to them and people's success when they making it huge right you want to be the supporter at the beginning Right. Because they will never forget. I don't forget the people that I mentioned early because they support me at the beginning. Yeah. Those are the people that always be part of my success, right? Um, and I wanted to be part of your success, of your dream, supporting it. Because I remember at the beginning when I started, bro, I wish people gave me a stretch of hand the way I have done it now. And some people did. So it was just my way to pay back. You know what? Let me see what happened. Whatever. He's a big dreamer. He wanted to work with this. He got these ideas. Why not? You know, and at the beginning, I didn't even thought that we were going to, like, work. Together. Yeah, we were in the, We didn't ever talk to about yeah. collaborating. It was like, yo, let's, yeah, mm -hmm. let's hang out. I'll show you the city kind of thing. Yeah. And then we saw that we both have this, like, he saw the passion that he had earlier in me, how I'm passionate about filmmaking, uh, photography, podcasts, all of this, and they're like, hey, we should collaborate and do some stuff together. Yeah, and, and then, you know, the photography, then that video came, then a couple of pictures and things like that, and things just flow naturally. And, and I think also, that's in life, as a life lesson, the best thing that when you're not looking for things, that's when they happen. Mm -hmm. When you're not looking for people, that's when they come. Your energy will attract the right people, always. And that's why you have to believe that the universe is always moving forward, right? And it's putting the right people on your side as long as you feel right, right? If you complete, then you're going to find people that also will be attracted to that. Um, and, you know, like the, the right thing is to help in the way. 
You know, it's not life is not about just getting and keeping and obtaining and, and this competition of who's better, who have more. Right. But who can, you know, how much I can share with people, you know, how much love I can give, how much people I can help, how much dreamers like me I can support. Because at the end of the day, like, if we all have this mentality, then we all happy. We all grow. We all make money. We all, like, find things within that make you feel, you know, great. And every, like, disconnection, we hope and we know that it's going to inspire other people to do the same and kind of open your heart to be able to let people in. Um, and I find that the universe always has the best intentions if you have your, the best intentions for yourself and for others. And when I opened kind of like my brain to not have a lack mentality, and that's something that even until last night, I was still freaking out sometimes because it's, it's bad habits, um, bad patterns that I've always had that I never learned how to let go of. And he's been a key uh, developer, key reason for my development and trusting in myself, trusting in, in believing in my skills and that as long as I have good intentions and like I said, not doing stuff, trying to get something, but just doing it from the bottom of my heart with good intentions. The universe just literally, like, when you think that you don't have it, the universe is like, oh, no, no, you did good. Here you go. You have anything and everything that you need today. And yeah. that's all that matters. And, and that's the thing, too, where we got to be so careful with the way we think and mm -hmm. our thought process, right? Because this is what happens. The minute you start thinking that you don't have something, that's when the universe says you don't have something, right? That you know, that the minute you feel that you have everything and you have that gratitude, right? Then you get everything, right? Because it starts with the feeling. Start it's the thought process, the feeling that comes with it, and that feeling project that the energy. Right? Words are magic. Yes, uh, so magical. So we gotta be careful what we think, how we feel, and making sure that what we let out. It has to be something as a healthy, as a adding to me, as a helping me in any kind of way. Because at the end of the day, whatever I'm thinking or feeling, I'm going to manifest. Right. And we are a pure manifestation. You know, we are so connected with everything, with the universe, with God, whatever you want to call it, that whatever we believe and think and feel is what we're going to achieve and have. Right. That's what we're going to try. That's why it happens a lot with relationships, you know. Sometimes... We all been in a place where we need it, that we want something, that we want someone, that we feel why we don't have the things that we want or the person that we have, that we want to have. And it's because that thought process. When in reality, if you're working yourself and you say, I'm happy, you know, I have everything I need, I'm complete. Um, other people will see that, other people will feel that, and then they'll be attracted to you, and then you get the person of, you know, the situations that you wanted to have. So training your mind how to think is as in, is probably even more important than like the workout you got to do every day. It's like training your body, you know, because if you stop, then you go back to old habits. You go back to old patterns that are never been healthy for you because old patterns are lead you where you are. And if you don't like where you are, it's time to make a change. Right. Right. So change your mind, it will change your life. Yeah, your brain is the literally the captain of your body. And I found myself that if I'm not in a good state of mind, then that's when I'm like, eh, I'll work out tomorrow. I'll work out another day. I'll finish that video later. I'll just, and don't get me wrong. Obviously, there is times that you just need a break and take it. Listen to your body. If you're tired, go sleep. If you're hungry, go eat. Like, you don't want to work out? That's fine. But don't let a bad thought take control do it as a self-aware I'm like no I'm just I, if I do this I'm gonna burn out that's not that I'm being lazy it's just that I'm self-aware that how I'm feeling listen to my body listen to my soul and then kind of go from there yeah I mean we're work different you know like some people are pushing stuff more some others won't we all know have different we all have different limits yeah. um, but again it's the building the belief system that's important because when you know why you do what you do and you have a purpose, mm -hmm. then, you know, what we're going to manifest will be different, right? Um, I love that we have this kind of talk and we are able to connect. Because um, it's also the kind of thing, too, that I wanted to do with, with someone for a long time, you know, like, the, and get it to, you know, to film it, to, you know, just be real with it. Um, but even though I can work with many people and I couldn't hire anyone, 
who's better than a best friend, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who just came like that to, they're also somebody who understands who I am as a human being, who have seen who I am with my kids, with my family, my with my grandma, with everything in my life, um, it, the real deal, you know what I'm saying? And what I show is who I am as well, you know? So um, I would say that what authentic is the world, right? So who's better than somebody that knows the authenticity of this? I want to close this up with let's talk a little bit just of where you're heading especially something big happened yesterday by the time you're gonna see this it's already out but he just jumped into the nft world yeah so this is something that i've been wanting to do for a long time as well too i got inspired by a few artists and by a few friends also to do it um but i didn't know how right um and so i started getting into the cryptocurrency uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin, and all this, something that's mind-blowing, and it's the future, you know? 100%. I got into NFT, and it's just a digital artwork um, in a digital form where people can buy online, and you know what? You're always going to have some kind of like royalty out of it. Um, it's so many kind of different forms, so many people... It's selling like crazy. Everybody's getting into it now. Businesses. Yes, businesses. You know, you can take a photo and upload it as an NFT, and that could be worth something. Song. Uh, yeah, song, whatever it is, whatever. You know, and for me, being an artist, and I have so much artwork that I can share. And now it's like, oh, my God, I work all my life to build all this artwork, and now I just realized that it's the right time to put it out there. Right, I don't need to wait to build my artwork now because this is something important. Rather be ready for an opportunity and not have one than having an opportunity and not be ready. And I build myself into this level until today, and, and I feel that now I'm ready for it. And when the opportunity came, I'm like, What? I'm taking it, and this is what I have to give. And NFT world, man, is this is the future of our. Um, I feel that every artist should be into it. Um, it's a way of monetizing your artwork. It's a way of also growing and expand. It's a way of creating this um, fan and collector uh, way to worldwide, you know. And it's, it's a lot of money involved too, you know. And like at the end of the day, hard work pays off, right? So, you guys gotta check out the first piece that he posted. And the cool thing is, he literally did this on a plane ride. To Punta Cana, he he was going. I'm like, all right, we'll talk later. And he's like, oh, yo, I just landed and I made this. I'm like, what? <laughs> to the point that the thing is so beautiful that I'm I want him to do a back piece of something that he just creates like that, like just mind blowing. So make sure you check out OpenSea. All the links for everything that he's creating is gonna be on the show yeah. notes, on the YouTube channel, everything. Um, okay, to close this off. What's the best advice you have for somebody that's watching this that might be feeling stuck, whether it's an artist, whether it's just anything, they, they just, they're in a bad place. What's your best advice for them? Um, trust the process, you know, and understand that where you are today almost don't matter because we're becoming something greater every day. To understand that life will keep moving on. Just don't give up, doing the best, keep doing the best you can push yourself, believe in yourself, that belief system is going to guide you through every, you know, every way, every obstacle. At the end of the day, everything you go through, even the hardest times that you're going through right now can be also the biggest blessing. I learned the most when I was depressed about myself. So understand that, yes, it might feel bad and you might not understand it today. But later on, you can look back in that time. It's like, I'm so glad that happened to me because it put me in that situation. It made me feel, you know? So what can I say to a young artist out there? Just go for it. Believe in yourself. Do the best you can. Apply that work ethic, you know? Because nothing beat hard work, man. You know, you can be talented, but your talent, your talent can only, like, bring you to a place. And your work ethic will keep you there, you know? So build yourself. Working and, and, and your body, working your mind, working your spirit, you know, all of those things will lead you to, to that peaceful place, to that, you know, happy place that we are looking for, you know? That pursuit of happiness. Yeah. 
because at the end of the day, once you're in a happy place, you'll manifest everything else. And then that's when you can find the monetary stuff and, right. you know, whatever it is that people look as a success. Right. Just keep in mind that real success is not the things we obtain, but it's how much we grow within and who we are as human beings. Woo! All right. Well, that's the best way to finish this. Uh, lastly, how can people connect with you? Uh, I would say the best way is the Instagram at Babieri Tattoo. At Babieri Tattoo on Instagram, Babieri Hernandez on Facebook. Um, if somebody wants to get some work done by you, um, my website is also www.babieritattoo.com. Um, but you're in, in suffering, uh, sorry, New City. So um, I'm in New York. I'm all over the place. Um, it all depends, you know, where people are coming from. Because yep. I travel a lot, and a lot of my clients, you know, they travel from California to come. Right, right. But sometimes I could be in another like place, and they just want to come out there. Send um, me a DM. Yeah, send me a DM um, or an email. My mm -hmm. assistant will get back to you as soon as we can. Yep. Um, be patient with that because it's a little bit waiting list, but. We all want to make sure that everybody gets the experience and my team's working very hard to also work with everybody at the same time. Um, yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's the easiest way to get to me. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This was the best episode that I've had so far because it's been one of my closest friends. This is episode two of season two of Hydro and Friends. Make sure you subscribe if you're just listening. Uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. It's available on eight platforms. This is going to go on YouTube as well. Thank you so much. Stay tuned and peace. Y seguimos activos. Ya.